it's wonderful how how the American people display their sportsmanship. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night whenever you are listening to this, Hoosiers. Thank you for tuning in to the Often Daunted Podcast with me, Burke White, where I release these every Monday morning here during the offseason, just sharing the news on the team, just some thoughts I have on the latest gossip. And on this episode, I uh, did say that I was going to be just saying what I had to look forward to in the next upcoming season. And then doing so with 40% of the roster known, I realized that that's quite a shallow episode. So I just decided to uh, have a one-year experience, who's your fan, my wife on the episode, and uh, just talk some ball with uh, a doe-eyed young fan. Young as in brand new to the game, everything about it. Uh, it's it's different. It's different. If you want to hear analytics, this ain't the place. Uh, just offering something different for you than the uh, other stuff out there, the other great Indiana content out there. But first, we start with news on our Indiana Hoosiers. And first off, I don't know if I talked about it. I forget if I talked about it in the last episode, but we're going to start with Peyton Sparks. Peyton Sparks, uh, the Indiana Hoosiers, just got the commitment. He will be heading here to play ball in the Candy Stripes. Um, just proving himself as an absolute dog throughout all of Maction. Now gets to play for a school he always dreamed to. And that's, that is so awesome to have. And maybe maybe I've been overtold at how much this guy has wanted to play for the Hoosiers, how much Indiana has been a dream. But but I hope to God it I I hope to God it's true because that would be so incredible to have on this squad right now. Just uh, somebody who gets it, <laughs> for lack of a better term. I mean, yeah, these guys can take some uh, some mercenary tendencies in this day and age. But man, if we got a guy who just bleeds cream and grinson, I feel like that can't that, that's only going to help our squad. There has there has to be a great player out there dreaming of playing in the Candy Stripes, wanting to play for IU, wanting to bring us back to relevance. Well, I mean, Trace already did that, but wanting to get us over the top. It, maybe Peyton Sparks, his game isn't going to be enough to do that. Him not single-handedly, but hopefully he can bring an idea or a mentality as to just what this culture means to the fan base. There were times that this team just played empty and shallow, just emotionally, um, willing to fold pretty quickly. Like, uh, they fought back plenty of times. Of course they did. Of course they did. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm proud of how they did in those times, but there were times where they just would fold if it was injury, whatever it was. Um, just looked like they needed one guy to rally behind, just somebody to offer just the, hey, do you understand how big this moment is? Like, do you understand how much this game means? <laughs> it doesn't mean anything to you, but uh, John just got off his 12-hour shift at SDI, and he's looking for uh, looking for a win. Let's deliver it. I would love to have a player to just deliver that message to some of these guys sometimes. And maybe that's me projecting a lot on the paint, <laughs> but hey, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just, uh, rambling here, ranting and, uh, projecting my emotions on a newly incoming Hoosier. The Hoosiers were given news on two departures from the program. Uh, can't say they're too surprising as, uh, both Jordan Geronimo and Tamar Bates 
have declared they are going to be entering the transfer portal, testing their options, seeing what's out there, and they should, rightfully so. Um, unfortunately, neither of them could put it together in this. The year that was kind of the, hey, it's, t- it's now or never, prove it. Like, it's, development needs to be evident now. Unfortunately, they were just unable to put it together at a, a program that needed it. Needed it. With all the reliance on Jalen and Trace throughout the entire season, we needed one of these two guys. To live up to the expectations. Yes, they might have been lofty at times. Yes, they might have been unfair. But hey, we need guys here who sign up for lofty expectations. Who sign up to try, who strive to live up to those lofty expectations. And I'm not saying these guys didn't strive to do that. It just never came to fruition. It never worked out. Tamar Bates played hell, hella great defense uh, here in March. But offensively, man, we need, we need production. We need production, especially now that literally all of our production is gone. So, wow. I I, I, root, I pull for these guys so hard while they're in the candy stripes. Like, I, I just, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. This this show, I, I never talk down. I never want to end. If I ever have something bad to say, I'm going to say two things good. That's just, I mean, call it candy ass. Call it what you will. I just don't want to live in the negative space here on the often daunted podcast. Um, yeah, but now now that it's over, let's just be honest. It was ugly at times. The 17-point game against Michigan State was a revelation by Tamar. It was a great game. It was a blast to just be invested in. And I'm so happy he had that night. I, I hope that that night gives him somewhat of a bag wherever he's landing. And he could very well just pop off wherever he goes. It just wasn't the right fit here. Well, I'm sad to see these guys go, I'm glad to see a roster spot open for a guy who just wants to come in here and contribute. So, Tamar, thanks. But I wish you all the best in the future. Your daughter's an absolute demon on the floor. <laughs> Speed demon. I wish you and yours the best. Um, Jordan Geronimo, God dang it, dude. I love you so much. I loved you throughout your time here. I'm so sad to see how it ended, man. It just never came together. You're a super freak athlete. I don't understand, like, how you do half the shit you do. Um, Yeah, man, it, it just, again, just a case of this was the year to do something, and it never came together. He was never able to just provide the minutes that, be it whatever, we don't know. No, nobody that isn't in that locker room knows whatever the whole story behind the Jordan Geronimo season was this year. Um, be it the knee injury, the kid is just absolutely charismatic. Whenever I've just seen him on the court, whenever I've seen him, uh, in the socials, whatever, he's, he's a a ball of energy on the court and off. Yeah. He's, he's great in a locker room and I really hope he finds a great resting spot. I hope he balls out wherever he goes. I hope he finds a way to produce and I hope he has fun doing it. The putback King. I mean, his, his putbacks in assembly hall, I mean, that maybe not in assembly hall, but his putbacks last March were some of the highlights of that season were just, it had me salivating at the thought of what he could have done this year. Again, unfortunately, it just didn't come to fruition. Uh, if, if, if it's time for him to move on, it's time for him to move on and we got to get somebody in here ready to go. Two spots open up on the Hoosiers roster. Let's go find some dogs. Other Hoosier news we got was the uh, Player of the Year awards, or the End of the Year awards, I should say. National Player of the Year, of course, was Zach Eady. I'd say, of course, because just the national narrative, not because of my personal views. My personal views was Trace Jackson Davis single-handedly willed like every single fortunate event that happened to the Hoosiers this season. Other than Jalen Huchifino just being an absolute boiler slayer. We did get some news in terms of happy departures, or I should say confirmation. Uh, I say happy because good for him. I want to see guys from our program make it to the next level. I want to see that this is a program that that, that guys sign up to, knowing that they can make it to the next level. And uh, Jalen Huchifino, congrats on declaring for the NBA draft. 
right now. Latest uh, NBADraft.net projection has you at 17, heading to Utah. Yeah, just just great for him. That's just such a crazy, crazy day. And that has to just, there's nothing that can compare. That <laughs> Maybe my wedding. Shit, I am, damn. Yeah, I just when do you come into that? When do you come into a total lifestyle shift like that? Good for him. He's worked his ass off. He got there. Who's your for life? Jalen Hood Shafino. Now that the uh, now that uh, everything's kind of starting to fall where they will. Now that all the names are out there, trickling out there. Um, I, I can't imagine any Hoosiers are going to be adding their names to that list. Uh, sounds like C.J. Gunn, Caleb Banks, Malik Renew are invested in. Uh, I mean, of course. They're there. They they have minutes that Mike Woodson has shown them shine. He's shown an investment in them and uh, is looking to keep those guys, develop them, and uh, have them be a part of this Hoosier core moving forward. Trey Galloway, no way. He did that one. Oh my God. <laughs> no, yeah, no way. No way anybody else is leaving. I mean, hey, news is going to be light here in the offseason, but uh, we're going to be running down it. That was the uh, all I got for you on the Hoosiers lately. Oh, Trace Jackson Davis, if I if I didn't say it, there was the National Player of the Year. Trace Jackson Davis won the uh, Carl Malone Player of the Year going to power forward, which is his true position. Great for him. I mean, he's absolutely thrown himself up the NBA draft projections just through his absolute dominance of basketball. Who needs to shoot when you have every other factor there is? Uh, I mean, hoping to God an NBA team can develop that shot, but... Hey, he does everything else at a substantial rate. If he's rebounding and dishing ball, hey, that's a substantial boost to any squad out there. Again, just so awesome that Indiana was the only school with a women and men's All-American. There is a lot to take pride in that. There, like, However our season's ended, the upset in the girls, the, uh, I mean, kind of where we thought without Xavier, all things considered, um, performance of the men. Great to see that that is a quite a feat to hang your hat on as a uh, university. So uh, right now, let's talk some transfers. Time for transfers. All right, so we got Peyton Sparks. That is the transfer we have signed on the line, ready to go for next season. Right now, according to the Daily Hoosier, Nick Schumann. Mike Schumann. Sorry, Mike. Uh, I mean, Mike. Mike's, these articles he does on the Daily Hoosier, just laying it out, makes it so easy for an idiot like me to read. He's absolutely great work. Hoosier content is just unparalleled. He really, he really lays it out for you. When you see the list of names all laid out, it is quite daunting. No, yeah. No, nothing can... Nothing intended. Um, just how many people are leaving the squad? I mean, we have Logan Logan Duncan, Tamar Bates, Jordan Geronimo, Trace Jackson Davis, Jalen Hudchafino, Race Thompson, and Miller Cop. Quite a list of names leaving. Uh, we all knew the ones that were bound to. The transfer ones, I, I'm honestly there. I'm okay with them opening up a spot for somebody to come in, somebody that we know is developed and producing. The Hoosiers have their eyes on four targets and four transfers in particular right now at this moment. We had mentioned them all in the last episode. We had Jamison Battle. Absolute. I think I think he's such uh, what I mean, maybe it's just the sample size we got because we saw what he had to do when Dawson Garcia wasn't on the floor and he was their only player. Uh, But Jamison Battle is a dog and I want him on this squad shooting from the four. And he seems like a top priority for the Hoosiers. Chris Ledlam, the Harvard uh, forward, ready to go. Ready to go, just a college player, boxed, ready to ship to a school that will appreciate him. I'm hoping that the Indiana Hoosier faithful get to be the ones that appreciate him. Nick Timberlake, Nick Timberlake, uh, 
He, I mean, he's he's getting courted by the finest, but we are the finest of the finest, guys. We can contend with the best. And Indiana's courting packages have to be some of the sickest courting packages you can get in college basketball. Uh, so here's hoping that we can sway Timberlake and uh, have him taking that too. Yeah. Man, just having a shooting guard. Let's just get shooters. Yes. Who, who says no to shooters? Nick Townsend. Or God, <laughs> Nick Timberlake. Let's go get him. Lastly, there was Kadeen Shedrick, Virginia Center. Not truly appreciated by his university now that he absolutely airmailed. I guess he should. I shouldn't say airmailed because airmail would have intended it went farther. But yeah, I mean, just a just a mistake, one mistake. Uh, but here's hoping that mistake pays off for the Indiana fans. I I think he has a lot to add to this team. I think that he can protect the rim at a rate that the Hoosiers will desperately need to find now that uh, Trace Jackson Davis is gone and all of that with him. Uh, Malik Renew, of course, is going to be able to just take a step. I there's no uh, whatever development issues plagued us before. I there's no way. <laughs> I'm talking myself into there's no way that they can for Malik. They can. There's no way they can continue. Sorry. I've talked about uh, a few other names out there. There was. Uh, Graham E.K., there was uh, Kawasi Reese from Florida. There is now Jaden Epps from Illinois, which would be crazy um, if the Hoosiers went out there and snagged him. Went 41.1 from the field. I mean, it's a huge loss for an Illinois program that uh, desperately needs his guys to show that Brad Underwood is the guy for the job. He's the guy for the program. It's a sad state of affairs in Illinois, and uh, I can't say I'm too upset about it. That would be pretty jacked up of him to head right to the Hoosiers after the Illinois faithful have decided that we are their rivals, but hey, I'll take it. <laughs> It'll add a little storyline into uh, our rivalry. That's awesome right there. Oh my god, Jaden Epps could single-handedly start a rivalry. I mean, The transfer on everybody's name right now, let's get to it, is Caleb Love. The North Carolina guard, of course. When you hear North Carolina guard, that's, yeah, you, you sign up for that. You sign up for anybody that North Carolina signed up for. Or do you? I mean, North Carolina, what'd they do this year? Was that Hubert's fault? Whose fault was it? What happened? What happened? What happened? It's it, it, oh man, talk about expectations drastically undershot. Good God, I, I I think about just how disappointed I was and how our season ended. With all things considered, all the trials, all the turbulations we faced throughout, the fact that that fan base had the expectations of number one in the country preseason good god we need to quit investing our especially in this parody parallel universe we live in that that would absolutely cripple me that would kill me <laughs> so uh so i don't i don't know it, it, whatever happened i would love to hear the story behind the north carolina season that would be an awesome hard knocks-esque show but i hey the guy can shoot the guy can shoot and he almost single yeah he like single-handedly won March a year ago. Anybody who can make a run like that in March, I'm signing up for. So, yes, I would love Caleb Love. No, duh. The Hoosiers seem to be uh, one of the names up there for him. Um, here's hoping we get him. One more interesting name that I'm just throwing out there that would be interesting. Yeah, just something to watch. Not something to watch because I don't think Indiana is going after him, but Kalel, uh Ware, center from Oregon. He entered the transfer portal uh, just like two days ago, I think. This is a big potential guy with his uh, 6.6 .6 points per game, uh, 45.7 from the field. He, he's just a huge, huge athlete. I'm pretty skin and bones uh, right now, but plenty of time to grow in a year. It, it's not. It's it, he's an interesting name to keep an eye on, just because I'm interested to see who signs up for the project. That will be him because he could be a good player. But 
again, with this transfer portal thing, I say if we don't bring them in to develop them, just uh, just buy somebody that somebody else has already spent the time on developing. It's the, it's the era of mercenaries, and you guys, unless we adapt and start playing this game, unless we st- uh, start winning this game, I'm sorry, we are playing this game, uh, unless we start winning this game, we aren't, we aren't going to get there. We aren't going to get there. But, I mean, I'm optimistic for this transfer season. It seems like Indiana's doing all the work. Honestly, if we weren't going to go to the Final Four, that second weekend kind of might have done us a disservice with the names we've been able to go out and talk to and get in the rooms, get in houses with and uh, get cooking up some deets with. It's really nice. <laughs> I, 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 I'm hopelessly optimistic in everything, in most things, uh, especially in the Hoosiers. And I've said that many times on the show. But I am very optimistic in what this Hoosier team can be next year with a Malik down low, with a Xavier up top, with just Caleb and CJ Gunn could take some huge strides in a year. With Trey, it's going to be an exciting year. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Here's hoping you are too. There's, uh, yeah, sorry, two more names. Sorry, two more names for the transfer portal before we get out of here. Just because it's been a while since we recorded, doing these once a week now during the offseason. Thank you so much for continuing to listen. I appreciate it so much. If you haven't and you do like the show, please subscribe. It does help me from time to time. Uh, actually, I, I don't make any money or anything, but uh, I like seeing the numbers go up. Helps me go. So, yeah, please, please uh, feel free to share. Uh, if your parents have a phone, go ahead. Just use their phone, subscribe. They'll never know. Yeah, it just helps me out. Thanks. Yeah, Hunter Dickinson. Good riddance on Hunter Dickinson. Jesus. Been watching. It's, I mean, it, it's been fun having him. He's an all-time Big Ten villain. You love to hate him. I will miss watching him lead teams careening off the cliff of expectations season after season. Yeah, here's hoping he finds a nice home in the Pac-12 or the SEC or wherever. He can take uh, him and his circus in tow. Lastly, news is uh, out of Northwestern, Boo Booey declared for the draft while maintaining eligibility. So Northwestern, uh, if he doesn't go, that's great for you guys because you guys, he is a great guard, great guard. But if he's gone, I hope you like that year. It's a crazy time we live in, people. Kids are committing to schools, decommitting. It's in, there ain't nobody loyal out here. So uh, let's go ahead and get some hired guns. I really think that the Hoosiers can put together a squad that can compete, that can get us back into, that can build on this season and keep, I, I'm sick of inching closer. Let's get there. Let's just get to the Final Four next year. I don't care how it's done. Just figure it out, my God. I know it's a lot to ask. It's a lot to ask, but, but there's no other time that you can rebuild in a matter of two months. No era where you're able to completely rebuild your roster in two months' time. It's insane. This team is competing next March. Don't you dare tell me otherwise. Yeah, hey, kind of all over the place today, but uh, just telling you a little bit of what happened uh, since the last time we recorded. I will be presenting an interview with a newly inducted Indiana Hoosier fan right after this word from our sponsor. Well, I would usually uh, just make a joke on a product or an opponent of ours. I want to, this episode, instead just uh, say, hey, if you are in an area that you can help uh, provide some food, some whatever is needed for those affected by these crazy tornadoes just tearing up these our homes, tearing up our homes, uh, it's, the, it's the ultimate fear. You think here in Indiana, I'm like, I love that we have no predators that are going to munch on me, no... No, I, I mean, just na- the natural disaster is the tornado that we need to worry about. And 
it's it's a scary ass thing scary ass thing that can happen to anyone and if you are in in the position to help somebody go out there and see if you can and uh yeah that's my message thank you all right guys thank you for listening to the often daunted podcast now again last week i did say that we were going to be talking about uh, what to look forward to next year i could do that about 40 percent of a roster that i know about um or i could decide to uh just sit down with my new favorite hoosier fan and uh this is my lovely wife liz hello <laughs> uh i just wanted to uh have her on because honestly it's been a joy just watching Indiana basketball with her this week because, or no, this season, because she honestly, it's been hilarious watching somebody just fast forward their passion for this fan base, like not for this program. And uh, it's so funny to watch a nerd fall in love with sports. (laughs) Liz, what was your fandom before Indiana basketball this season? So I'm not a huge sports fanatic and really for basketball, I did grade school, fifth or eighth, and that was about it. So yeah. it's been very fun. No, I mean, coaster. but any NBA teams, any college teams you liked, anything you had a passion in following? No. So much of my time was spent like focusing on my grades because, like you said, I'm a nerd in college <laughs> and then working and then children. And yes, yes. Just didn't spend time on something for myself, I guess. Okay. How about when you were a kid? Any <laughs> heroes? Like, who were your heroes growing well, up? Mine as were. A kid, I was into Barbies and dolls and okay. Yeah, you were a girl house. Was a, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. My sister and I, and then our mom most of the time, because my mm. dad was third shift, so not no, sports people. I, you guys, I'm just giving you the little backstory because all this to just build up what a freaking nut job my wife has been this season. I mean, um, yeah. what happened? You went from zero to sixty in the fastest I've ever seen somebody fall in love with the team. I do get very passionate. When I like something. When you pay attention to something, you go down rabbit holes. You are rabbit hole. Yeah, you are hunting them. You are a bloodhound in rabbit holes. And also helped that (laughs) the 10-year-old got really into basketball. So then it felt like something for the family to do. And then I realized I actually have an interest in this and like following it. It really went crazy this year to where you were breaking news to me. Yeah. I don't know. Lately, just following the transfer portal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all new to me. (laughs) This is a one-year fan talking about the transfer portal, guys. Had no idea that was a thing. But see, you guys, before we go into this any further, I've already broken it to her several times. Like, every team, every year you follow does not have a Trace Jackson (laughs) Davis. Like, your first year paying attention to Indiana basketball, to basketball, you're a fan of the team that Trace Jackson Davis is just dominating on. I mean, breaking records after records. Yeah, it's it's easy to be a fan (laughs) in those conditions, but... That's true. Yeah, we'll see. When when you had some of those Crean years, nah, not even the Crean at the height, but when, you, when you've had those Miller years, you'll see. But we ain't ever going back there, so here's here's hoping. Yeah, so, I mean, at the beginning of the season, you weren't really paying attention. You were, you didn't really get invested until you just saw me and our daughter watching it. Yeah, I, that's, I think the big thing was our daughter was interested in it, and so then, like I said, we did it as a family. And then I think, too, once you saw games back-to-back, like starting to learn the players' names and... I told you, I told you before, it's the best reality television there is. Yeah. Because these are real people. These aren't, they aren't acting, they aren't, these guys are like striving for a dream. They're following the passion and you get to see all the drama of them falling short, of them overcoming it. Like Trace, just all the accolades he's getting. That, um. Playing, yeah, yeah, playing his way into being drafted higher than he would have been. And you know, I tend to 
deep dive online, found out a lot about Trey's, you know, whole life growing up. And Wait, what do you mean? Um, well, I found his mom on Facebook and was able <laughs> okay. to figure so. out that his dad coached him in high school. I think his dad played college basketball. Yeah, yeah. See, you guys, it's... It, we found Miller's um You guys, I'm telling you, when, when she goes down rabbit holes, <laughs> Indiana basketball was my wife's rabbit hole of the year, really. Yeah, so that's kind of what it... It was just more than the games. It was like talking about it together, getting excited that, oh, tomorrow night we have a game to look forward to watch. Yeah, what I tell you? It's the only thing you got in an Indiana winner. And then being mad when they lost, when they're so good and have all that potential. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. You sound like a vet. (laughs) Heartbreaking how both of them lost to Miami. Okay. I mean, so going into this season, like your favorite player, I I, I feel like you always pulled for Malik the hardest. <laughs> From the beginning. Yeah. I don't, I think for me, I like an underdog and I knew Malik. And Malik was a five star top know, but, like 15 recruit. But Malik and Jalen kind of came in together from the same high school and Jalen had all was the, shine. the star. Yeah. So then it was like, okay, I like Malik. And he did always try so hard. Yeah. A little like clumsy maybe no but but then it's also part of the reality show where you were invested in him getting better and he really did start putting it together where he was providing just substantial minutes for our team yes so malik was the favorite race i really liked race yeah like he just he we've talked about this but like if he would make a mistake he'd make up for it like four times yes and you know that drove (laughs) me crazy and now like you guys on the show i never talk bad about somebody while they're on the team while i'm while i'm supporting them yes but now we can talk about Tamar Bates. We can talk about Jordan Geronimo. We can talk about uh, Jalen Huchavino when he was at his most frustrating. And he did get so much shine that, he, rightfully so, I mean, he's a boiler slayer. He killed, and I was talking, <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about, so my brother goes to Purdue. And whenever me and him talk Big Ten basketball, the only time he's really watched Indiana has been when Indiana is whooping on Purdue. And that has been by the hand of Jalen Huchavino this season. <laughs> So, like, me and my wife will sit there and listen to my brother just talk about how much of a baller Jalen Chavino is. <laughs> and it's like, he is. I, l- I love his game. Love his game. When he's going off, he's yeah. going off. But when he is not, he is not. Hot and cold. Yeah. And it, it is just funny to see, like, when you see just the perspective people can have just so drastically different on the based on just the cone of vision they're operating yeah. in. Yeah. Okay. So, you, you had zero expectations for this season because you didn't care yeah. about this season. Um, just kind of. Was on the TV. What was your it? perspective of just watching your husband over the course? Like, what was, I, I mean, my. Yeah. So, if I'm being honest, there have been times. I mean, we've been together five years now when I'm kind of like a sports game. You want to focus on that instead of XYZ we could be doing. Instead like, of going on a walk. Yes. <laughs> yes, Liz. I want to watch the sports game instead of going on a walk. But now I get it a little bit more. Like, you really. It's just an intro. I don't know. Everyone else probably gets it. I don't know how to describe it because yeah, it's so yeah. new. If, you're listen- if they're listening to this, they get it. Yeah, Definitely. If you're listening to this, you get it. Yeah. 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 It is just, I, I'm glad you're starting to get it. And I, yeah, you, it has been so funny watching a nerd just fall for sports. And just, you guys, if you've never seen a nerd fall for sports, well, I mean, hey, our whole fan base can look at Northwestern's fan base and see <laughs> what happens when nerds fall in love with sports. They acted like they invented basketball. Um, the one night our daughter went up to bed, halftime maybe, Yeah. and she could tell how they were doing because I wasn't clapping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she does not like when I clap, but it's just my reaction. I told you I get invested. 
I'm passionate. No, no. And it, yeah, it is just like you will sit there and say the things <laughs> that every sports fan is saying in their head, but audibly. Mine just comes out. Yeah. You'll be like, man, why aren't they trying harder? And I'm just, <laughs> yep. Liz, that is that is the whole catalyst of the issue right now. Or the ha ha. Oh, my God. Win. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so we were, we were at a basketball tournament one weekend for our daughter. <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, my wife here, Liz, uh, saw a 10-year-old travel who was bawling. This 10-year-old was bawling, <laughs> and she was the bane of our team's existence at this point. Uh, she committed a travel, so my wife let out an audible ha-ha in a 10-year-old's <laughs> face, and I was beat red. I also will say ha-ha on watching games. Like if Yeah, why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you nerd. <laughs> it just comes out. Like I think for me, I don't like arrogance on the court. Okay, yay, that bleeds well with what our uh, main topic of discussion of our whole day was. Caitlin Clark. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. You guys, I'm, I'm sorry, this is all over the place, but it, if you want <laughs> to talk, if you want to talk about Peyton. Sparks. Yeah, if you want to talk about, if you want to talk about Peyton Sparks for three hours, you can listen to every other Indiana podcast out there. They're great. They're very in-depth. They know all of his stats. They're great. Uh, I'm here just providing something a little different, and I'm talking to a one-year Indiana fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the newbie. Yeah. yeah she, no, it is nice. I mean, we watched. We didn't watch as many of the IU girls games this season, but we watched a lot of them enough to like know the players know the by players. name, yeah. know what they're really strong at, and we beat Ira once, and they beat us once, right? Yeah. So I feel like that just stings when you see how far they go and you're like, we beat them. That we were better than them. They us. were a three seed in that tournament. So but like, didn't they win the Big Ten championship too? Yeah, but see, yeah. I mean, I that's something I don't quite understand. Is like how that is also fun seeing how like <laughs> <laughs> like all of us fans listening to this, we are well versed in what it, what goes into filling out a bracket, what goes into completing the field, and it is fun just seeing her make heads or tails of just. Uh, what teams are in, what teams aren't. Like when I was just talking about, oh, yeah, Rutgers has enough, blah, 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 maybe. <laughs> and then, yeah, it, it is fun watching that. But Yeah, I don't know how they pick out all – and you've explained it to me how seed numbers are determined, but still sometimes I'm just like, that doesn't seem right to me, whatever. I guess the experts are handling it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the experts. Yeah, like so we were talking about your favorite young players, like Malik Renu. <laughs> yes. Yes, we're, we're all over the place, guys. <laughs> Malik – no. About race. So, so next year, I have to say it is very interesting that this is the first year you're invested in college basketball because it's at a transformative moment where this transfer portal has never been like this in oh, really? in the history of college basketball. This has never been a thing where you're paying players. Oh, that's right. So it's an auction now, and like, and it's an entirely guys are not going to be staying four years. You're not going to have like campus legends like Trace Jackson Davis might be the last of a kind. Hmm. Yeah, I still don't under. I mean, you've explained that to me too, but how they get paid because it's like the university isn't. Oh yeah, them exactly. so so Liz here is a tax accountant, and this whole NIL thing is just so perplexing to her. My mind just can't like. I know all the rules for like the public schools need to fund. Yeah, so sometimes I'm just like, how are they getting away with this? But I, it's just the no way I- it is now. I, I guess. have no idea. Who's paying for this? I have no idea what any of the financials behind any of this is. But How some, does the money get there? But I read the... on one back 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 page website that <laughs> Indiana was like 14th ranked in NIL money, so I'm going to run with that. What is it called again? The Name, image, and likeness? 
You said there's like... Oh, Hoosiers for good? Yeah, but what are those called? NIL collectives. Collective, that's the word. It's where everyone... It's like, yeah, everyone just donates money and then they're like, hey, here's the money to go get a guy. That's what I want to know. Is Yeah, I just have to look that up. Because I work a lot with non-for-profits, so I'm like, a collective. What oh my God, structure? yeah, you're a non-for-profit, <laughs> so this is a non for <laughs> does it work? And you can't give money to a public charity with the intent of it going to trace jackson davis that's a big no-no so the donors just giving the money because they well, want you can't say that our whole nil collective is hoosiers <laughs> for good and we're we're aimed as being the first one for charities that's why i just gotta like dig some time into it just so i can understand and again rabbit holes my mind can't just like passively kind of get it like i have to know all the inner workings like, yeah. i can't watch a tv show and miss a oh my god it. yeah you're a psychopath <laughs> oh my god <laughs> So that's a little bit about me and what I'm <laughs> <laughs> coming into this all as. All right. So, yeah, back to uh, just the fact, No, just the fact that we won't have Trace Jackson Davis ever again. I mean, so what, what I know from what I've seen that just like because I've been following him, I've been seeing his transformation. I saw him just take a step this year and become just it, it, honestly compared to last season. He was a mental midget last season compared to the mental monstrosity he became this year. Like he, he just took over the games in a manner that he never even hinted you knew he had the talent but he never hinted at the attitude or the mentality to do that hmm. that's interesting. but i mean you just saw it on full force for a whole season I yeah that's like all i know him as of course just wax poetic on trace a little what I, his game what do you as as somebody who doesn't know the nba <laughs> who doesn't know college basketball yeah. really why why what do you think about these people who are like trace ain't gonna ain't gonna make it he he doesn't why like when i told you where trace was getting drafted you were perplexed you were like how are there that many people better than trace jackson davis and i I said hey it's all about potential these yeah some guys are like 17 years old and i think that's kind of what confuses me is if you do have talent it's almost like a game in a way where like how long do i devote to college before i need to go to the nba that's what the whole game is now that's this whole transfer thing it's like yeah, I can make 300000 doing this, blah, blah, blah. I can develop my skill, but then how much of the development is worth the bump I'll make with go, moving up three spots in a draft? Or And it yeah. is something where this year there are guys who are staying at college because the talent in next year's draft is less, so they'll go higher and make more money. Yeah, there's so many factors to it. The other That's thing crazy. that gets yeah. me is like when I thought about college sports in high school— I just thought, like, you went to college sports, you also earned your degree, and then you found a regular job. And it sounds like so many people go professional, even not just, like, in the U.S., but Oh, yeah, country. yeah. It's, it's over. If you're in the Big Ten, you can probably play overseas somewhere. So, yeah, it's just if different, you're start. I yeah. guess, than what my mind always kind of envisioned what that looked like for athletes in college. After um, favorite players, we got to talk about villains. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You can keep yes. that in your pocket yes. when you want it. Yeah, so we were talking about Caitlin Clark and just and it is so funny to watch how a new fan can identify with the villains we've already loved and known for so long. Like, I mean, let's talk about who I discussed earlier in this show, Hunter uh, Dickinson. Okay, yep, I don't like Hunter Dickinson. <laughs> Why don't you like again, Hunter Dickinson? So, again, I just like a humble player. <laughs> <laughs> and he does not seem humble at all. I don't like when people get like when you get a foul. And they throw a big, like, stink. Like, I didn't do that and confused. I don't like arrogant. Yeah. So he kind of has all the things I don't like. What do you think about the fact that he had that pod? He has a barstool podcast. Yeah, I don't get that, too. Because, A, I feel like if you're a college athlete, you're an athlete. You should be focused on that. Also, you do have to somewhat keep your grades up to some point. So, like, I feel like you got enough on your plate. Yeah. You don't need to be 
evaluating everything else with professionals. I The whole thing with me was, that's great for you, Hunter. You have a contract with Barstool. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that Jed Howard wants you talking about what's going on in the locker room? Yeah. Do you think Bufkin wants that wants what you're telling him to be said national nationally? Like that's crazy. Why would you want to bring a spotlight that isn't needed on your team? Yeah, I think that's another component of it. Also, I, yeah. In him him entering the like transfer him. portal now, he could go anywhere. <laughs> he there, there will be, I think any team there will be Big Ten teams that won't sniff him because they know what comes with him. But I think there are teams, big teams, who aren't really clued in with what's going on in our league who will pay him big time. Which makes me wonder, like, how do we figure out the ins and outs of the other leagues so that way we don't pick up, like, someone's Hunter Dickinson? Oh, my God. You know what I mean? I didn't even think about that. (laughs) Liz, I cannot pick up someone's Hunter Dickinson. (laughs) I know. How do we avoid that? I don't. That cannot happen. I can. That would. That that hasn't even registered in my brain. (laughs) I mean. Oh, my God. You are such a sports fan. (laughs) We. complete each other <laughs> yeah so but he yeah. wasn't number one villain i think number one for me is still ruckers paul mckay paul mckay he tried to trip trace yes he did he could have ruined trace's whole nba yes. career what a jerk <coughs> i was very happy that they did not make it to the tournament because i feel like that was some karma mm-hmm. and we need some car insurance so paul mckay give us a call <laughs> um who is the guy on Penn State I didn't like? Why am I can't think of his name right now? You didn't like him because he was good. What was his name? <laughs> Jalen Pickett. Pickett. I didn't like him because after he scored on Trace, he did like two short things. And I'm like, <laughs> well, he was owning us. He gets to do it if he owns us. It is mad still... disrespectful. But that's NBA swag for an NBA Wasn't player. Trace, you said he's an All-American? Yeah. And that's of all the college yeah, teams, Yeah, he right? won the Carl Malone Award uh, just Friday, which is the best power forward, which would be the four, even though he played the five for us most. And it's in the whole, all the college, the not nation, just the yeah, yeah. All 300 and however many. Yeah, so he won that. He was All-American. And then you're going to say, oh, too short. I well, I mean, like that. the thing is, the way he plays, that is the one <laughs> thing that people say about him, is he's four inches away from being, like, playing the way he plays. But but then again, he jumps higher than I've ever seen somebody at that height. He's faster yeah. than I've ever seen somebody at that height. He d- he passes the ball better than I've ever seen somebody at his that size. His defense yeah. is also, I mean, we talked about that. Yeah. I think the only time he ever fouled out in his whole career was this year. Yeah. I remember the announcer saying that in the <laughs> game. <laughs> See, I didn't even know that. Thank you. Yep, but yeah, Pickett. Um, also, I didn't like Penn State because when we played Penn State, they just made every single three they shot, and it was really annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At Penn State. Yeah, it, it and uh, just an honorable mention to Boo Booey for that push-off to <laughs> that Northwestern ender on Trey. Remember how far yeah. Trey went flying? Boo Booey, yeah. They got out first round, didn't they, or second round? Second, second. The nerds, thank God. These nerds be out here out of control. <laughs> I didn't really like Joey Hauser. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, after watching them go in further the tournament, in the tournament. It, I, I, I was a Hauser fan in the tournament. Yeah. During the regular season, I didn't. And, I mean, he wasn't really arrogant. I just, I think yeah, he you just, just love, had skill. Yeah, you just love picking it. You just love being a hater. <laughs> You're making it hard for us to beat you. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I did cheer for them during the tournament. Yeah. This is great, babe. Thank you. Yeah. This is fun. Good. Another thing that was, I mean, crazy is just my first year we beat Purdue twice. Which oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> sounds like that doesn't happen very often. Uh, yeah. <laughs> At least recently. Yeah. At recently. I mean, it's now a change of. A new dynasty yeah. has taken Well, I mean, the us. old regime is back. <laughs> Let's just say that. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, not quite villains. Just weird characters. Let's talk some weird characters. And I know there's one weird character that has perplexed you 
at all times this season. And that has been the second starring character in West Lafayette, <laughs> Zach Eady's mother. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going there, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, that's just interesting because I don't think I've seen anyone else's mom in any team. Yeah. <laughs> Except when I stalk them on Facebook. Yeah, I mean, you, mom. yeah, you just hunt moms. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she had. I mean, I don't want to say you, a bunch of bad stuff. No, <laughs> no you, you you hunt moms. That mom is the easiest hunt. Like, she's, it's, it, the, me and you were talking about it uh, last night where we were just like, yeah, we talk about IU basketball a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of do. That's the other thing. It's been a new topic of conversation yeah. for us, but. It's, he's a. I just don't know how much of I, like the college experience he gets I was, if she's always around. Yes, and I told you I was like, if I was an NFL or an NBA team, I would be looking at this <laughs> young man. Like, can he wipe his own ass? Can he balance a checkbook? Can he drive himself to practice? Is he right. gonna be able to do the things we need him to do? Like, it looks like that helicopter mom might be a real situation. Yeah. And if I was teetering on. If I was 7-4 and fighting for people to, like, you shouldn't be fighting for people to draft you in the first place. If you're 7-4 and aren't in the top five picks, something's drastically wrong with your game. <laughs> he, that That is just such a red flag that you, I, I, I just, it has been a perplexing situation with how <laughs> yeah, much she, yeah. she gets so much screen time. She does. And then <laughs> we're just bashing we someone's mom. Online. I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, I, no, we, we also talked about like, I, don't I wouldn't say I like Zach Eady, but I didn't want like the worst for them. I just wanted no. to beat them. I will say Zach, Zach Eady's a stand-up guy for how he wore that uh, reporter for Braden yeah. Smith. How he was just like, "Hey, I I messed up we throughout messed this up. game. It yeah. wasn't that last year. Yeah, no, that sticks out to me too in my mind when I think of him. Um, yeah, he's a great player. He is. But man, when 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 NBA teams are questioning to draft, you were the next guy, and they don't have to draft draft the next guy's mom. <laughs> They yeah. might lean that way, which sucks for him. Like, that sucks. And, yeah, it just sucks he doesn't have a boy to tell him what situation he's currently in. But, hey, wish him all the best. Yeah, it's, it, 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 this has been fun. I just want to talk to you a little bit about just – so you have been following this team for this year. You've been able to uh, get the names this year. Mm-hmm. Um, just heading into next year, the guys that we do have on the roster, I just want a little f- few thoughts on each of them. Okay. Let's start with, uh, I mean, Malik, your guy. Let's start Let's with start your with guy. Malik, I think he needs to hopefully foul less in the future. I feel like he always gets called on a foul. And sometimes I think they're crap calls, but sometimes it's like maybe just a little more control. Straight up, straight up. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But no, Malik is awesome. I've always been a fan of him. And it's what I told you with Malik, where he is one of those guys who might look like a different human after a year with yeah, the nutrition team and the weight team of a Power 5 program. I mean, do you think he'll be starting next year, or does it oh, depend? Oh, yeah, okay. he is, he's, he's our star next year, yeah. <laughs> no, but that is because everyone assumes that he's going to bulk up, he's going to make the gains yeah. in this offseason, that he could, because he, his skills are unteachable. Like, with how he, yeah. mo- he moves his feet like a dancer down low. Also, he, I think he's made a few threes. Maybe, I can yeah, think of just that, at least that one. That is another thing that they are highlighting in the offseason. They actually mentioned that really? they're, he's, he's, they're going to be extending his range, getting that... Uh, nailed down but they also said that about trace jackson davis every season since his freshman oh, year really? so. i don't think i ever saw him shoot no, th- which but, is fine hey, you know? we don't want that. guess what they're they go in at a far higher percentage five feet from the yeah. rim <laughs> <laughs> that's true so yeah i love malik team malik trey is always hustling mm-hmm. and you told me he can play guard position right 
Yeah, I mean, he he did. Uh, whenever yeah. Jalen wasn't on the floor, he was kind of the You're ball right, carrier, respons- the ball possession responsibilities. I think he just, his defense, I think, is something he brings. And then his shooting. He will, like, make shots that, like, out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Threes and down low, like, just driving it in. No, I mean, last season he shot 27% from three, which was the worst on the team. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, and then this year he shot above 50% going oh into gosh. March, which is the, like, four, if you shoot 40%, that's elite. That's, like, wow. NBA level. Yeah. And he was shooting 50, which is, like, the most insane. But I, I've talked over the show many times of how you just see his shot looks a lot more repeatable, like – um what I mean by that is there isn't as much variable in his movement oh, when he's doing yeah. it. It's a more uniform. Every shot looks a lot more similar than the, yeah. It's a lot of muscle memory type stuff. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so on him we have, uh, so somebody who you haven't really gotten to fall in love with because he went down in December right Xavier. when right when your love was really re- reaching its fever pitch. Yeah, Xavier. So it's like official he got the waiver he uh, needed or it's, still it, there? It's looking like okay. he's basically all all but in. Yeah, yeah, I don't really, that's so true. I don't have a lot of thoughts on Xavier because it was like very so early on. But I've heard him really good things. And I know he plays guard, which obviously we'll, we'll need to replace Jalen. The thing Xavier can do, he will have nights where he will have like 20 points, like 25 points in a game. Okay. Which was what Indiana missed. So desperately, it was the Jalen yeah. and Trace show and 20 points from Xavier would have been really great that Helpful. night. You know, <laughs> yeah. that really would have helped us several yeah. times this season and it is however sad it is that we didn't have him this season the fact we have him next year he it's going sure. into this season Liz he was touted as the Big Ten's top point guard like oh didn't know that either yeah the he was he was the man he was because he was the senior he, he did three years before IU where he oh. was at Pitt and just balled oh, really there. yeah for two years one of the yeah and the, him coming back next year will bring just a stability, like uh, just the veteran presence that we are desperately lacking with Trace leaving, with Race leaving, with Miller leaving. With Yeah, so it'll be Xavier, Malik, Trey, and then who are the other two like starters? Is that kind of in the air right now? With- that is what the transfer portal's for. Gotcha. So that Timberlake guy that you sent me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, him. And then yeah. would Peyton be a starter? Or no, no, no. I imagine okay. he'll be the backup for Malik. Gotcha. Um, but we also, Indiana's really going after, sounds like they're really going after that Virginia, Caden Shedrick, oh, the dude yeah. that tossed the ball at in March. Oh. <laughs> hey, he's a great player. Yeah. And what he does do is he gives us size that we haven't had in years. He's 6'11", and he can, oh, uh, well, size at a starting position because he has the skill to protect the rim, He, which is what we need with Trace leaving. We need somebody to get in there and block. Yeah. 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 So our start, uh, that's three of the guys, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, who do we go through? Trey, Malik, and Xavier. Xavier. Yep. What do you think about Caleb? <clears throat> um, Caleb Banks. I think when he did play, I was kind of always like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of the word. I was like, sometimes it was great, sometimes it wasn't as great. Um, I think he always tried really hard. I always thought CJ Gunn did. Yeah. Like I was he would bring come him in next. and yeah. always have. I feel like he added energy he that nobody else had. He, yeah. he looked like he was having the most fun of any Hoosier on the team, even though he was just on there for like three minutes at a time. And I mean, I feel like I have no room to speak because I'm not really that athletic and I would be so nervous. But you could kind of tell the guys that maybe seemed a little more nervous coming in, like Caleb, they would make a silly yeah. mistake. No, I, I said Caleb plays like he's the, he, like I just said, CJ Gunn is, plays excited. No, 
Caleb Banks plays like the single most excited person you've ever seen play basketball. <laughs> he is athletic. Energy he has overload. the skill, but yeah, he is very excited when he gets that time. Um, defensively, he really stepped it up down the line. And uh, but on the offensive end, you saw him just he would get dribble happy and just uh, dribble dribble himself out of his own shoes yeah. sometimes. Which I mean, again, I can understand. It's it's the freshman thing, but that freshman. is that is again that is another guy who next year could look like a vastly different human and basketball player, which would be awesome. But he's not in the transfer. No, no, okay. he's staying. Tamar and Jordan. Are. Yeah, let's talk about them. Let's talk. What, I mean, what do you think <laughs> about those guys leaving? Um, I think they were both players from just again the one season I saw that would have some really hot games and then some kind of cold games. Yeah. Like tomorrow, um, there was that game in Christmas. Maybe it was the Purdue game. I don't really remember. But like when they had the baby crawling contest, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that was like his best game I think of the season. Yeah. yeah. Um. It was seventeen points. But then, like sometimes, I mean, those guys would come through every now and then when you really needed a shot, and then other times just kind of hurting for more. So, it seems like that's just how it is. No, I mean, it's, it seems like it's really hard to find someone who's like hot 90 percent of the time it shouldn't be which is crazy yeah that's just indiana basketball baby <laughs> like, <laughs> it's crazy interesting because yeah and there were so many games that like started off so, so good good or then or the bad. next one yeah. would start off so cold and then we'd be digging out of a hole the whole oh my time God, yeah but then as we watched the tournament and maybe this is the tournament so it's not quite fair but I feel like every team always started off so hot and like, <laughs> I was like, why can't we do that more? Yeah. And it, it was Jordan and, and Tamar, a lot of it, they let down expectations this year. This year was supposed to be the year that they took the jump that everyone talks about, that they took equity in the team and they owned some of the stat line and it just never came to fruition, which stinks, stinks bad, but I wish them the best moving forward. I wish they find a nice landing spot. I only wish Tamar every all yeah, the best for him and his family they did come through you know sometimes and well no <laughs> i could have used several points throughout the season <laughs> well what they did give that michigan state game was awesome it. tamar thank you that was michigan state that's yeah, right yeah. sorry no no you're good <laughs> i'm just like i wish yeah we could have used points and in with jordan it is kid is the most unreal super freak athlete his putback slams were the greatest thing like some of the putback slams he had last march not this one we're just got me so excited for what this season's Jordan could have been. I mean, when Race was hurt, there were times when I didn't understand why Jordan wasn't getting more playing time. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if there, you that would be the that. case for all like a lot of IU fans. Like I don't know. There, if there, was, there was, was a, there was a knee thing he said was bothering okay. him for some time. But then, looking back with how the rest of the season went, with how his minutes just dropped and dropped, you look at that and you're like, was it? And yeah, because now he's in the portal. Yeah. So you, yeah, I get you. You kind of wonder if there's something else behind the scenes. Yeah. And it stinks. He, he he all he's one of the funniest guys on the team. Just by if you just his personality is so charismatic. Just from what I've seen, I don't know the guy at right. all. But <laughs> um, yeah, unfortunate. But on to Hooters, who are sticking with us. Uh, we have I love that pose. <laughs> the thinking pose. <laughs> I'm not really sure, honestly. Not I'm like thinking back to the. Trace is gone. Jalen's gone. Miller. We didn't really talk a lot about Miller, but. No. I love Miller. There were, again, sometimes when you'd be like, what are you doing? We just talked about one today when him and Trey were throwing that ball back and forth and the shot clock went off and, like, you both could have shot. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, that was ludicrous. But there were also so many times when he would, like, in March, the he shots he, In March, he looked like he wanted to shoot, which was what yeah. he didn't. In that shot clock, shot clock moment especially, <laughs> he obviously didn't want to shoot. Like, But there were other times throughout the season where, like, he just – 
played smart. Like he got in that one tangle right at the end, and as soon as he had the ball, he like called timeout before it yeah. could be a jump. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, I didn't even remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I think he played. I thought he played good defense most of the time. I might be forgetting, but mm-hmm. no, he, he he stepped up towards the end. <laughs> Maybe that's the the ending games are fresh in my mind. Yeah, yeah. No, babe, I can't thank you enough for coming <laughs> on the show with me. This well, has been so much fun. Thanks for having me. Maybe I can come back down the road. Um, before we get out of here, what games are we going to next year? What, what teams <laughs> do you want to see? What what can I sign you into now that we have this baby coming in July? <laughs> and uh, that'll be two babies and a 10-year-old. So if we go to a game, maybe we get Grandma or Grandpa to watch okay, cool. the young ones. Yeah. Take the 10-year-old. I think our goal for next year should be to see one girls game, one men's game okay um what team would you want to see i know you ain't gonna pay for the purdue bucks but what <laughs> what game would you want to see i mean i kind of want to see one with a villain so yeah who's maybe next the year's Rutgers villain game i don't maybe yeah. we have to watch a little like yeah the first yeah. few weeks we'll need and to see pick. a villain arise from the ashes <laughs> 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 now that hunter dickinson and paul mulcahy are gone oh, i didn't realize they're both well because hunter but he could end up in the i 10. think paul mulcahy can come back but i think he's ready to move on with life I don't know what it is. Well, peace out. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, babe. Thank you for having me. Goodbye. I I hope you guys enjoyed something different there. Uh, It's been so fun just uh, watching with the family. It's been, it's just Indiana Hoosier basketball has become a family event in my house and I I love it. Makes Makes my Hoosier heart so proud. I might be brainwashing them, but hey. I'm going to chalk it up to trying to build up this program's culture. <laughs> uh, I don't want to get out of here without uh, giving you a Hoosier history hit. So uh, here you go. This is your Hoosier history hit. For this Hoosier history hit, I'm actually going to be uh, going off of the last one a little where I discussed what is a Hoosier, where Joseph A. Wright had said that it comes from the... Native American word. I doubt he used the word. I doubt he used the phrase Native American, but uh, the Native American word for corn, which was husa. Apparently, that isn't what the Native American word for corn was. Um, so, but I just wanted to shine a light on Joseph A. Wright, the namesake of my personal dorm, growing up or er, attending Indiana University. Right, quad. Great, uh, great food back in the day. I know that they've kind of up up the quality on some other ones since then but uh yeah joseph a wright was born in washington pennsylvania on april 8 17 1810 it was after that that his family moved to bloomington indiana in 1820 hey 1820 the first year of indiana university his father was a bricklayer actually who laid the first halls of the indiana state seminary which is now indiana university while living in bloomington he did attend the indiana state seminary and while working and living at home, he was able to uh, work his way up, graduate, and became a lawyer. Long story short, this guy works his way up to uh, governor for eight years, Indiana State Senator for uh, about nine months. No, Jesus, my math is terrible. No, 11 months. So, hey, serve as a senator for 11 months and you get a hall named after you. That's a huge hall they built in name of this guy. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm just trying to share some knowledge on the little uh, little names you might see around campus, might see around Assembly Hall. Uh, might not always be a basketball player. This time it's an Indiana governor and state senator. I, should, I shouldn't say state senator, an Indiana senator. Just trying to drop some knowledge on you. Thank you so much for listening to the Often Thaunted podcast with me, Burke White, and today my wife, Liz. Thank you so much, Liz. Uh, if you haven't, please subscribe. I can't thank you all enough. It's been so much posting these, getting uh, to interact with you guys. Um, 
And if you have anything to contribute to the show, feel free to reach out to me at oftendaunted at gmail.com. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do so at oftendaunted, everything oftendaunted. I do write from time to time on oftendaunted.com. Please, uh, yeah, feel free to uh, check it out or uh, just, yeah, tune in next week. Take it easy, Hoosier fans. Lux at Veritas. And, uh, hey, go Indiana baseball and softball. They're killing it right now.